Welcome to a mini episode of a live longevity podcast. This is a portion of our full episode titled, Tune Your Diet to Promote a Healthy Microbiome. This is a very focused segment covering the diseases prevented when you have a healthy gut microbiome, a list of pre and probiotics found in everyday food, and what you can do to simply turn everything around. Welcome, everybody. Time for another episode of Alive, brought to you by the Asher Longevity Institute, committed to the science-based and easy-to-implement lifestyle changes you need in order to live a much longer and much healthier life. Today's show is made possible through the generous support of People's Unlimited, a premier longevity company in Phoenix, Arizona. People's Unlimited is a co-sponsor of the Coalition for Radical Life Extension's annual Rad Fest. Learn more about the festival and, the, and register for the October 2 through 4 live stream program of longevity experts at rlecoalition.com. That's rlecoalition.com. I'm Dave Potts in the Asher Longevity Institute studio in Washington, D.C., together with the host of Alive, John Asher, CEO and co-founder of the Asher Longevity Institute. The title of the show is Tune your diet to promote a healthy gut microbiome. This is the fourth in a set of 10 podcasts by John Asher of the Asher Longevity Institute. In the first podcast, John described the fundamental reasons we die and the many contributing causes. He also gave an overview of the nine steps to achieve an unlimited life. In this podcast, John will describe the details of step three, eating a diet tuned for a healthy gut microbiome in order to preclude 11 diseases and three conditions. Hello, John. Let's talk about what we eat. Thank you, Dave. Great to be with you again. Our microbiome is so important. And the reason is if we don't watch what we're eating and eat the wrong things and have a lot of bad bacteria in our gut, we can cause up to 11 diseases I'm just going to name them off quickly, celiac disease, Crohn's disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease that a third of the people in the country have got, hepatitis, colitis, multiple sclerosis, type 2 diabetes, 30% of the people in the U.S. are pre-diabetic and 10% actually have it, lupus, irritable bowel disease, and rheumatoid arthritis. And many of them have the three other conditions small intestine bowel overgrowth, small intestine fungi overgrowth, and irritable bowel syndrome. So imagine if we don't have the right healthy gut microbiome, any of these can happen. When you look at the percentages of people who have them, almost everybody has one of them. So let's start with a couple of definitions. Many people think the gut is just the stomach. Well, actually our gut is our whole digestive system that goes all the way from when we take food in till the rest comes out. All of that's called our gut, our entire digestive system. Our microbiome is what's in our entire digestive system or what's in our gut. And our gut is full of trillions of bacteria, viruses, fungi, worms. It's mainly bacteria and there's five pounds of bacteria in our microbiome. And of course, there's good and bad bacteria. Probiotics is the name of the good bacteria in our gut. 
prebiotics is the food our good bacteria like to eat. Now, I'm sure many of you have heard of probiotic supplements. Their job is to add good live bacteria to our microbiome. And having a majority of good bacteria in our microbiome will greatly increase lifespan. And having the majority of bad bacteria will lead to all those diseases I mentioned. So there's a lot at stake here with our microbiome. Just to give you some ideas about prebiotics, that is the food, mostly high fiber food, that our probiotics, the good bacteria like to eat, it's certain fruit, raspberries, apples, papaya, avocado, chicory root, which is essentially 68% insoluble fiber. So great, great. The microbiome loves, the prebiotics love them. And certain vegetables, asparagus, okra, mushrooms, flaxseed, shallots and leeks, seaweed, all leafy green vegetables, yams, parsnips, sweet potatoes. So all those foods are great to eat. They're called prebiotic food because our probiotics, the good bacteria in our gut, love to eat them. Now our gut, the microbiome in our gut, is connected by the vagus nerve, the vagus nerve in our body, that goes from our stem cell in our brain to the heart, the lungs, and to our gut. And there are eight times as many messages that flow from our gut to the brain as there are from the brain to the gut. So our gut microbiome then influences our thoughts, our actions, our sense of smell, and our cravings. They don't actually come from the brain, they come from the gut, going to the brain so the brain will let us know. So many of the researchers now call our gut the second brain. And it kind of leads to, we were chatting earlier about the term the gut instinct. Now also another great part of the gut is it has a lining and it's a strong lining, but it's very thin and it protects our gut from anything bad coming into the gut and it prevents the bacteria in our gut from getting out to our blood, bloodstream, lymph system and organs. So once the bacteria will pass through the gut lining, they ignite the immune system causing this widespread chronic inflammation. So a term we've all, if you've been listening to the other podcasts, we're talking about chronic inflammation in every single podcast. And that can result in what many of the listeners have heard as the leaky gut syndrome. That's what leads to those 10 diseases and 11 conditions. Bad bacteria love the Western diet. That includes all these things we shouldn't be eating. Lectins, the protein in all grains, dairy products for most Western cows sugar and artificial sugar substitutes, red meat, high glycemic index, meaning high sugar content, carbohydrates, and manufactured vegetable oils. The good bacteria, the probiotics, love the vegan diet. So when we switch to a way of eating that feeds the good bacteria, overall health literally improves within days. To give an example of how powerful the gut is on influencing everything, um, I went on a five-day cleanse of my gut about three years ago, described in The Longevity Paradox by Dr. Gundry, one of the best longevity books. And he basically said, go on a restricted diet, eat, eat only good stuff for your gut, and after about five days, things will really change around. And so I did. I was down at the beach anyway, which is my wife and I, so why not? There's no outside pressures, need anything else. 
So then we came back and we're at a birthday party for one of our grandkids. And everybody's watching the grandkids all around the table eating and the cake and, and that sort of thing. And then the, I heard the back door open and then there's this horrible smell. And I didn't look around, but I whispered to my wife. I said, honey, what's that horrible smell? She looked around and said, she said, uh, what, what do you mean? That's the pizza. So my gut now was telling my brain, don't eat it, making it smell bad to me. It's changed my sense of smell. So the things I shouldn't eat smell horrible, which is crazy. I used to love pizza, but not now. So let's take a look at one of the first problems, and that is lectin. So lectin is a sticky protein in all plants that plants millions of years ago started producing as a defense against being eaten by insects and animals millions of years ago. We only started cultivating grain, we humans, about 10,000 years ago. So our guts have not learned to digest lectin well. And the trouble with lectin, especially lectin from wheat, is it will easily break through the gut lining and invade the rest of our body. So the main reason not to eat grains is to keep your gut microbiome healthy and not let that bacteria in your microbiome leak out into our bloodstream, organs, and lymphatic system. So the bottom line is don't eat grains. Also, don't eat animals, poultry, or farm-raised fish that are fed grains because it's in their system. And now many of you have heard about how great beans and peas and chickpeas and lentils are, and they are great. Great protein, great fiber, but they're lectin bombs. They're full of lectin. So if you're going to eat those, pressure cook them first, or do what I do, just buy the Eden, E-D-E-N brand, get up at Whole Foods, of any of those beans, peas, lentils that have been pre-pressure cooked. So they've gotten rid of all the lectin. Now to give you a kind of a fun idea, some of you may remember your grandmother or your mother soaking beans overnight before cooking them the next day. And the reason was she knew that if she didn't do that, soak them, that it could cause digestive upset for people who ate them the next day. What she didn't know was why, and the why is the lectin. And when you soak beans, you only get rid of half of the lectin. So if you want to get rid of them all, they got to be pressure cooked or pre-pressure cooked by the manufacturer. And many, many products now are available that are grain-free. There's a whole Siete brand, a Hispanic brand of tortilla chips, quesadillas, and any, anything else you want that's, that you normally would eat that would be made of grains is now totally made of cassava root and also cooked with avocado oil, a great oil for us, a natural oil. There's also coconut chips made with coconut flour and cassava flour and coconut oil. That's all that's in it, just that, those three ingredients. I'm actually addicted to the darn things. Why do you keep eating them? I'm just saying, my gut is telling me to eat those. That's really great information, John. It, you've gone over the things that we shouldn't eat, good things that we should eat, and 12 steps to make progress. It truly is, according to the old phrase, we are what we eat. Is that correct? But it's but it's not just that. And as I understand it, the next podcast, you're going to be covering keeping your standard biomarkers in the optimum range by doing periodic testing and taking action when any of these biomarkers are out of the optimum range. So something else to look forward to. 
And thank you, everybody. That's all the time we have for today. Be sure to visit us at AsherLongevity.com to learn more about the science, supplements, and strategies to live a much longer and much happier life. From now until then, John Asher reminds us, reminds you that looking after your health today gives you better hope for tomorrow. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Alive, right here on the Funnel Radio Network for listeners like you. Listen to this full episode on our site, AliveLongevityPodcast.com. Look for the episode titled, Tune Your Diet to Promote a Healthy Microbiome. Thank you for joining us.